Hey everybody, welcome back to the Every Effort Podcast, where we are so blessed, a little stressed, and especially today, making every effort to figure out the rest. I'm your co-host Matt, and I've got Jocelyn here with me as well. I'm here. (laughs) Okay, we'll do a quick roll call. I'm here, Jocelyn's here, (laughs) so I think we're ready to go. I I think we can get this thing started. But if you're new to us, this is just a podcast where we talk about all of the things that we are figuring out as young adults walking in our faith with Christ, whether it's relationships, culture, just kind of self-help and advice. And this is a topic that Jocelyn and I think is super important. And we've heard so many friends have awesome testimonies and who are working through so much with organization. So we really just wanted to take some time to talk about this because especially when I've gotten wisdom from older people, they talk so much about the importance of like getting organized when you're young because it's really hard. Like there's so much chaos going on, but that organization is like what enables you to grow and like just achieve so much in life is by setting up your systems, having good organization, and then you can pursue all the other things, right? Like then when you're 60, you're not figuring out how to organize your calendar. So taking the time and intentionality to knock this out now is super important and something that we're figuring out too. Yes. Organizing is not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot of energy putting in and that with that, you have to overcome a lot of laziness, a lot of internal struggle, Mm -hmm. but the benefit is on the return or the output of it all, where you're able to enjoy life a little more easily. You're able to not stress out your friends. That's a big, (laughs) I think a big plus of this one is not just for your own self, but for the sake of other people. Okay. Just, just put your clothes away, you know, like (laughs) it's just the smallest things that, that really impact not just your life, but the lives of other people, because being organized can really mean nothing if mm. if you're not sustaining it and you're not like all contributing to it within the same environment. I think the most challenging thing about it is like getting over that initial hump, right? Like once you have a habit of cleaning your room and doing your laundry on Sundays or whatever, it's not that hard to keep it going. Like sure, stuff will come up and maybe you have to move it one week or you have to rearrange it, but it's starting the habit. Like it's doing it for the first time and saying like, all right, I'm going to clean my room initially today and then I'm going to do it once every week. So it's hard to do it for the first time. It's hard to do it for the second and third and fourth time. But then once you have it like set up and that's just a habit that you have there's a lot of peace in it like once i hated cleaning when i was younger i despised it and now when i have an opportunity to like get rid of stuff and make my room a little bit more simple and clean it it's exciting like it's something that i can sustain a little bit and (laughs) jocelyn's laughing at me because it's really weird you make it sound like it's like it's such a romantic idea (laughs) i i don't know matt matt does help me a lot around my place He's, he's always like, what can I do? How can I help? And it, it is very helpful. Well, okay. So I, I should explain my reason behind this because I listened to a podcast with a mental health professional who talked about this recently. And I think this is why I enjoy it so much is having like a clean and organized space around you can help your mental health so much. Like there was a caller who called into the show and said, hey, I just wanted to thank you. Like I was in a deep depression for years and I was trying to like figure out my emotional health and figure out all these things to do. And I heard on your show, you tell people to just start with a clean room. 
and she was like, I didn't realize that it was like perpetuating my depression and my sadness being in this like overwhelming space where there was stuff everywhere. There was always piles of laundry that I needed to do. Like that's just really mentally taxing and having like a clean organized space enables you to be in a healthier place. Like what is around you is kind of a reflection of what's on the inside too. So it's just like more mentally relaxing. Like you can be at peace in a place that's clean and organized. And it's really hard to find peace in a place that's really chaotic. I a hundred percent agree with that, that if you're not organized on the inside, you're just going to be disorganized and it's going to just trickle through all the things that you do, all the things that you touch. And, um, this episode is not for the sake of being organized, for the sake of looking good. It's really <laughs> to help one of many important things in your life, like mental health and even physical health, right? Um, when you take a shower, that is actually a way of being organized. You are taking care of your hygiene. Hmm. You're putting it in its place. Um, but... Yeah, I think we've we've seen a lot of need where just like us and our friends have needed just a little more encouragement to get things right. Um, so let's get into it. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing about organization is kind of what you touched on is that it affects all our different areas of health. So I kind of think of the big three as physical, emotional, and spiritual. And that looks a little bit different for all of them. Like to me, being organized with physical health is I have a schedule. I'm going to go to the gym two times a week, three times a week, right? It doesn't need to be extreme, but you have a schedule. You have some sense of organization. And then for emotional, it's I have a dedicated time with friends or I have a space where I can go to a small group and share how I'm feeling. And then with spiritual, it's I have a prayer routine. I have a time alone with God. Like setting these things up are what keep you going in times of crisis or when things get tough. Like those are the things that help keep you going as opposed to something happens and oh shoot, now I need to set up a prayer routine and now I need to go find friends. Like those are good things to start building while you're healthy because this is something that I started doing in this past year is I really set like a schedule for reading the Bible in the morning, having a prayer and having a quiet time with God. And it was really peaceful when things were good. But then when things got bad, it was like that much more important. And me mm -hmm. already having that habit helped me so much because I knew there was this, this space and I knew the peace it brought me before. So there was this comfort in knowing like, okay, I have this, I have this figured out. It's helped me before and it's still there now. Yeah, I think it's also possible to, um, and I'm not saying you've done this, but I do want to address it, that it's possible to go overboard on organization where it can negatively uh, hinder a lot of areas of your life, um, especially socially, where mm. you're just so focused on everything being in its place, not being dirty. And um, you spend so much time on organizing your life that you aren't enjoying it as much or taking some of the more fun risks in life. Um, for example, staying out an extra two hours at night to hang out with friends just for fun, even though it means you're not going to have time to clean your house up a little bit more um, that evening like you were hoping. So like small things like that where like, yeah, we get it. Like, you know, you, you put things off and there's like, it's like a quick cost benefit analysis in your head every time you do that. Um, I think of situations where like a person may be consistently late to stuff where it's like, it might not 
be that you're like all always a busy person and hey, maybe you are, but if you're always late to stuff, I think that is kind of like a a red flag on, hey, there's some disorganization in your life. Um, mm. But also, if that's you, then you are impacting other people, like whether you realize it or not, like there's going to be someone who's going to be sensitive about late people or find it a pet peeve. And um, even if someone's like organizing an event and stuff, like getting the heads up is helpful when you're going to be late. But um, it could just come across as as like careless to some people or as though you're not really um, putting in as much much effort to show up. I'm glad you brought up how it affects people because I think like being late and there are a lot of ways that we see culturally as like negative organization things can affect people, but also like what we consider positive organization things. Like Joss and I have just walked through this recently where we're super organized with our calendar. Like we have stuff like, okay, at 4 p.m. we have this and then at 6 p.m. we have this. And then we had a moment recently where Joss was like, man, it, it doesn't feel like we have time to just go be spontaneous and go grab a dessert at, you know, whatever place we want to, because we feel like it, like it, you can get too structured. And like, that's something I have fault with too, is like, I really like things being organized. And then I don't leave enough room for, like you said, Hey, let's just go spend some extra time with friends tonight. I can, I can clean my room the next day. I can get this other thing done another time. Like, I think it's good when you're initially getting organized to be more diligent, But then the nice thing about being organized is it gives you flexibility. Like, because you have all this stuff set up, you can say, you know what, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to go spend time with friends. I'm going to do something that fills me. So like Jocelyn said earlier, I don't think being organized just to be organized, it's good. It's being organized because it allows you to be the most of who you can be. Yeah. I love how we're talking about this as my rosemary plant slowly dies of thirst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but to be fair, it was a gift and the person who gifted it does water it every time they come over. So <laughs> thanks, I, Matt. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best. He's fighting a good fight. He's been very delicious in a few meals. So I would say it's well worth it. Yeah. I kind of feel bad when you grow like an emotional attachment to a plant and then you're like, Hey, I'm just going to steal something from you. Don't <laughs> mind me. <laughs> but it's all about communication, right? <laughs> it, <laughs> Hard to communicate with a plant, but yes, that, that, that is a huge part of what we're talking about. Uh, a lot of what this whole topic is, is, you know, it, it's taking ownership of your life and even taking extreme ownership. And there's this wonderful book that Matt has read and I'm in the middle of reading and has just really opened my eyes about what humility and ownership looks like in the workplace and in our lives. So if you're interested and want to grow more in your organizational life, check out Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. It's a great read. The link is in our description. So one of the things that I really believe about organization, and honestly, it ties in a lot with the book Jocelyn just mentioned is that it doesn't like take a lot of skills to be organized. Like it's not something that you need to learn or something that you need to be really intelligent about. A lot of it is willpower and commitment. Yeah. And <laughs> that was very resounding. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Jocelyn like, feels very strongly about this. It just You just have to, you just need to do it. Like yeah. Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> like that's, that's really 
the grounds for. Anyways, sorry. So Shia LaBeouf isn't my favorite source, but I do have a source <laughs> I really like, which was a verse from Proverbs that I've never recalled this. So tell me if you've thought of this one before, but I like it a lot. It's Proverbs thirty twenty five. It says, the ants are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in the summer. Oh, I love that verse. Yeah, I, I really... Yeah. I, I haven't like thought about it that deeply before, but I really like it because it like this is one of those cheesy like if you've played sports growing up, you've heard a coach say this, like it doesn't take skill to be prepared or to be on time. Like those are things that the best player on the team can do and the worst player on the team can do. Like no matter how talented you are, you can be on time, you can be organized, you can be prepared. It, it takes commitment and it takes effort, but those aren't things that like you need to learn or it's just things that you need to work on. And I would give yourself grace too, because it's hard at first. Like when I tried reading the Bible every day, I was missing days. I was skipping verses. Like it's hard to get it set up and get it established. But if you give yourself grace on the days where it's hard and just keep pushing and keep working towards something, it's something we can all achieve. And I think it, it gives us a lot more quality of life. Yeah. So ask yourself, guys, like what area are you lacking organization in? What areas are you good at with organization and why? Why do you think that you put in more effort in those areas? Like, do you care more about about them? Do you feel like it's easier to sustain? Are you not even like giving it a second thought? Um, And see if you can build that up in those weaker areas where you're not as as organized and um, maybe write a list or come up with some sort of some sort of list of how you think the people in your life are affected by your areas of disorganization and how you can make their lives better by making some changes. And to that point, like the journey to an organized life starts with really small steps. So there's a, an awesome admiral named uh, Bill McRaven, who I actually had the honor of meeting, awesome guy. Um, but he wrote a bo- book called Make Your Bed. And like his whole thing is like, it's that simple. Like the start to a good day and a productive day in an organized life is just a little thing as Jocelyn looks at her bed, which is not made and I will call her (laughs) out. But it's those little things of like, hey, just have a calendar, make your bed. Like those are the things that start the ball rolling towards organization because having your bed made enables you to come home late and not have to do it later and not be stressed about it. Like just taking those little steps to be good to future you, like morning Matt making the bed blesses afternoon Matt with not having to be stressed about making his bed. So doing those little things to set yourself up later is so important. It's kind of about the small wins too, where it's like, hey, everything is chaotic, but at least there's this like one thing or two things that like I can control. And like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I had a terrible day, but I can vacuum my carpet, you know, and make (laughs) it clean. Um, Right. Or I can organize like my meetings for the week or figure out when I'm going to go do this thing at work and meet this person at this place. And um, the world would be a better place with more organization. And it's always going to naturally take more effort. Um, I don't know how many people are familiar with the um, with the theory of uh, entropy, but we're always increasing in chaos and decreasing in energy. So you really do have to work work for it. Like that's that's literally how the wor- world works scientifically. So just know it is supposed to feel a little bit harder than just mm-hmm. laying on the ground. Yeah, and when you're in that season, like 
you can do it. You can absolutely get to a place where you're organized and like things are just so much better because of those little steps you took. But on a practical level, I have like three things that I thought of and I'm recommending them because I was so bad at them before and they've helped me so much. So for me, getting organized with your physical health is just setting a workout schedule. Like just say, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. I'm going to go for a walk every day during the week this week. Like just taking those steps to have some sort of physical activity. It's really great for your mental health. It gets you moving. It has so many other benefits. And then on like a more professional and personal level, have a calendar. Jocelyn and I use Google Calendar and it's awesome because you can send invites, you can share your calendar with people. It's just helpful so that you don't forget things and you can plan a little bit better. And then the last one for me is to have a to-do list. Like it doesn't have to be every single day, but just, hey, I need to get that present for Jocelyn next week. Hey, I need to get this done next month. Like just have something to keep yourself accountable and have a place where you can view it. To me, those are like the three big steps towards just having an organized life that lets you live more freely and do things that you're passionate about instead of spending time worrying about the little things. I'm a big believer in um, calibrating, like Hmm. just calibrating our lives. And when something's not working, you can try this method. Um, So for example, whenever Matt and I go to shoot some basketball hoops at the local park, um, I'm always like, why is it not working? Why is it not working? And instead of like trying the same things over and over again, like I'll just figure out, okay, what is the pattern between all of my shots that aren't working? And I'll find, oh, they keep leaning more towards the right. And then I'll be like, okay, I'll just shoot towards the left more, even though it doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) And then it works, you know? Hmm. So it's stuff like that where it's like, okay, for example, you're being consistently late. Um, You find your consistent, start learning the patterns. Are you consistently five minutes late, 10 minutes late, 20 minutes late? Does it depend on which side of town it is that, that you're a certain amount of time late? And then just like, reverse engineer like your new schedule like okay instead of planning to leave at 445 I'm going to plan to leave at 440 or 435 and Mm. try to get to the place at the best time that I can I like that because I think a lot of like our figuring out what a good balance is is overcorrecting. like I've had seasons where I'm I don't know too behind on something and then I adjust and now I'm too far ahead and then you kind of bounce back until you find a healthy medium but I think taking the step like more than you think you need to is a good way to just like break the habit and get yourself to do something different and then you can find a good healthy balance like you shouldn't be you know shaking up your routine every single week but when you know you don't like your routine take a big step if you're able to and say you know I'm gonna make a big change this week and then I'll find something that's like a healthy medium for me because the other thing about organization that's so nice is it lets you balance all the things in your life like you should have time for mental health and spiritual health and emotional health and physical health. And it's hard to do all these different things and meet all these different needs if you don't have it all organized. Yes. And for more tips and examples of how you can better organize your life and set yourself up for success, check out episode four, which is 10 adulting skills you need to learn. So with all of this said, I hope that this is just a giant encouragement, some practical tips too, but just a way to say you can do it like 
we've all had periods where we're super disorganized. We've all been there, but you can absolutely get to a place where you look back and say, oh my gosh, things are so much better. I can't believe I was that disorganized in the past. So the verse I'll leave you all with is 1 Corinthians 1440, which says, but all things must be done properly and in an orderly manner. And just be good to yourself by being intentional, being organized. It's a good way to love yourself. And Thank you just for tuning into this. We'd love to hear from all of you uh, on social media. We're at Every Effort Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And we love hearing from you guys. If you have something you're struggling with, if you have a great tip that you want to share with others that we can share, that's an awesome way to help other people in this community. So reach out to us and follow along with us next week. See you next week, guys.